Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Welcome to the show and a good Thursday evening, everybody. Mark Aram and the Banana is going to keep you uh, hopefully entertained over the next two hours. Little Sandra is going to join us in just a second with Would You Rather. Whether he knows it or not, Chuck's taking me on in time zone trivia in the second hour of the broadcast. Yes, and uh, Deborah's got some really funny stories. But uh, first, sad news. Uh, I hesitate to to even put this on the air because it's unconfirmed, but it's been circulating on Twitter. Uh, Legendary Prince Marky D of the Fat Boys has passed away at the age of 52. I know. He's not that old. No. I remember that movie Disorderlies. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, So uh, not confirmed per se, but it seems uh, all indications are that Prince Marky D of the Fat Boys has passed away at 52. you know, I miss the the mouth. Um, what do you call it? Like the breakdown they would do. Which oh, is the with, beatbox. Yeah, yeah. I, no one really does it anymore. Chuck's a good beatboxer. Maybe we'll do that in a second. Maybe Alex can show. freestyle Ooh. with him. I uh, I like their music a lot. Obviously, uh, I love how self self deprecating the group was. Like if you get if you call yourself the Fat Boys and you're fat like that, that's. But he was fat, so I mean, he's, you know, 52. That is really young. Uh, but I. Again, I'll, if I get confirmation of that, but that's very sad. Prince Marky D of the Fat Boys allegedly uh, dead today, uh, today at the age of 52. All right, uh, that's the bad news. The good news is we got Sanjay. It's time. Now time. For Would You Rather with Little Sanjay. He is the guru, the soothsayer, the truth seeker, the asker of unanswerable questions. He joins us every Tuesday and Thursday in the Mark Aram Show. He's Little Sanjay with Would You Rather. How are you, Sanjay? I'm doing well, man. I'm just sitting in a Walmart parking lot. <laughs> Were you a, uh, well, that's good. Walmart where I just uh, announced Chris Chandler that they, they're raising the uh, the salaries, the hourly wage for workers. That's don't right. Just don't raise them at the Howell Mill location, Walmart. <laughs> that, <laughs> every other location's fine. You don't need to raise them at the Howell Mill. They're doing, they're making what they deserve at the Howell Mill location. Um, wow. For, real quick, before we get Would You Rather, Sanjay's going to ask us unanswerable questions. We're going to answer them in studio, and I want you to play along in your car. Growing up in India and Alabama, uh, were you a Fat Boys fan growing up? Oh, heck yeah. I, Disorderlies was one of my favorite movies yeah, growing up. Yeah, there you go. I mean, yeah, so for sure, 100%. I'm sad if it's true. As as uh, as a Husky child, often, you know, I've mentioned this, <laughs> my mom would take me shopping for JCPenney, and... Do you have anything in the husky sizes? Like, so I related to the fat boys. I was like, oh, all right, I can be husky. And yeah, look at them. Yeah. yeah. By the way, big husky's not here anymore. Oh, yeah, well, he transferred. I, I kind of know why. Yeah, yeah he transferred. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Sanjay's going to ask us uh, unanswerable questions. We're going to answer them here. What's the first question tonight, Sanjay? All right, number one, would you rather be the first person to walk on more Mars or have Mars renamed after you? So Mars, I guess, did we, was the landing successful today? I was sleeping. Yeah, I would have heard, I guess, yeah, if it was. was it. Yes. All right, so uh, what is it? Another rover land, landed today, Deborah. Um, that's that's pretty amazing, by the way. Yay, science. Yay, NASA. What was the question again, though, Sanjay? I'm sorry. So would you rather be the first person to walk on Mars, or would you rather have Mars renamed after you? Like, oh, rename that we'll ish after it, me. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I, 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 I am all for us with space exploration. I have zero desire to go to space, zero desire to walk on the moon, zero desire to walk on Mars. Uh, go ahead and name Mars uh, Aram, Husky Aram. We'll call it the planet Husky Aram because, yeah, I'm, I'm not. That's too. No way. That's a, I'm claustrophobic. That's too long of a trip. Not going to happen. I'll totally walk on Mars. I'm, I, can see I am that. ready to go. I yeah. will have the first Earth Rock radio station. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Send me to Mars. Yeah. Uh, low T Chuck. Absolutely walk on Mars. Really? Yeah. Good for you guys. Yeah. Didn't you see the movie with Matt Damon? He got stuck there? Oh, yeah, that's Matt Damon. Charlie could hunt whatever's Matt there. Damon. You don't know. <laughs> he could yeah. hunt. Can he grow potatoes, though? That's what's I, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll work on that. <laughs> Good but for I'd, you. Rather, I'd rather walk on Jason Byers, I think, is lazy like me. What's your answer, buddy? Feeling in for Longoria. You are wrong. 
You want to walk 100%. on Mars? 100%. Good for you guys. Strap yeah, me to fun. that rocket and go. That's a, that's a long journey in a small... They put you to sleep, don't they? If you look at all the movies, they put you in those little chambers and you sleep. I think that's if you're going to like other solar systems. Yeah, I don't think that technology yeah. exists. Yeah, <laughs> I bet it does. All right, <laughs> Deb just wants some good gas. Not the right bathroom. Would you go? No, it's too no no no. Still too long. Too claustrophobic. Can't do it. Have you seen the size of the shuttles? They're yeah, huge. they're tiny. No, no, you got to go down to NASA enormous. and check it out. It's no, not, not, I mean, I'm proud of you guys for doing it. <laughs> go ahead and rename that thing for me. Why they would rename it for me, I don't know. Uh, next question, Sanjay. All right, with the big numbers we're seeing, would you rather be given one Bitcoin or $50,000 cash? Now, the catch is you can't spend either one for at least one year. So I have a choice. This is free. Someone's giving me one Bitcoin, which is, I guess, around fifty grand right now. Yeah, fifty-one thousand dollars. I think like ten minutes ago. Or fifty k in cash, but I got to sit on it for a year. Correct. I don't know anything about digital currency. I know that one guy uh, spent four hundred million dollars worth of Bitcoin on two pizzas ten years ago. That's the only thing I know about it. Um, so get. I don't. I just I, maybe. Wes Moss would yell at me, but give me the 50 cash now. Uh, that I know is worth 50 grand. Deborah? Nothing that I want to buy accepts Bitcoin. Like when I look at the things that I want, even yeah. a year from now, I don't think they'll take Bitcoin. So I'm better off with the cash. Well, I think you could, you could cash it in in a year, right, Sanjay? Yeah, you just never know. Yeah, you do uh, never yeah, know. In, in one year, you can cash My it in. My luck, it'll be sure. like four cents. Yeah, exactly. Uh, low T Chuck, you taking 50K now or one Bitcoin? Give me the Bitcoin. Really? Yeah. You don't care about money anymore. Your wife no. must make a fortune. Yeah, I don't have to worry about that. Good for you, Chuck. Yeah. I'm very proud of you. Uh, Jason Byers, other side of the takeout window. I'd be one of those idiots that loses the Bitcoin wallet, <laughs> and then it's just gone. Good point. Give me the 50 Gs. What was there's the a password? Story. Yeah. yeah. There's exactly. a story about that. There is. Yeah, there's a lot of stories millions. about that. Yeah. Like one yeah. guy, is, I mean, it's millions upon millions. He yeah. has a Bitcoin. He can't remember the that's a, password. That's a good point, Jason. Yeah. And you only get like three attempts yeah, to get he, into it. Three so or four, and he's yeah. already, he's only has he's, like two left. Right. So he's screwed out of God oh, knows how many yeah. millions. Uh, that would happen to me. Give me the cash. Uh Let's give you the uh, the update on your ride home. I, I know this morning was rough. How's the evening been, Doug Turnbull? Thanks, Doug. Would you rather continues with a little Sanjay on the Mark Aram show? What's the next question, Sanjay? All right, let's get uncomfortable. Would you rather be paralyzed from the waist down? Oh my gosh! Incarcerated or homeless for the rest of your life? Forever. Oh, Forever. God, Sanjay. Well, who who? Uh, yeah. Tinkled yeah. in your Cheerios this yeah, morning. Yeah, it's Thursday. Let's go. So what is it? Paralyzed from the waist down, incarcerated, Paralyzed. or homeless? And all of those are for life. For life. Give me homeless. Yeah, give me homeless. I, I, I certainly, my, if I was incarcerated for the rest of my life, my life would be two weeks long. I'd be dead in prison within, inside of two weeks. There's no doubt. Not going to prison. And uh, being paralyzed from the waist down, I don't know. I, I think I'd rather have all my functioning capabilities and be homeless. Deborah Green. I just finished watching Oz, so I'm not going to prison. Thank you. <laughs> that, that movie, that TV show is why I'm never going to prison. Yeah, I never want to do that. Um, I don't want to be homeless, though, either. Like, I need my shelter. Yeah. I, I think that I could adapt sure, to absolutely. paralyzed. You're I think a strong, it'd be difficult, woman. but I luckily have good family. I think that yeah. they would help me out if that happened. Well, that's what I'm banking on. Like, I'll be homeless, but I know Sanjay will leave food out for me, you know, on his porch. <laughs> Like I chicken drumstick. Will you, will you still work here if you're homeless? Like you're just homeless. You're not unemployed. Yeah, I guess. You've got a food and bathroom, and there's a shower somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I, I've I think I've done enough for the home. I mean, you, I, you can always do more, right? But uh, I, I always give money and donate stuff. I think karma, karmically, Sanjay, to, to hijack your religion. I think I'd be taken care of if I was homeless. I hope. Uh, low T Chuck, your wife is not staying with you homeless. Yeah. Oh, that's for a foregone conclusion for sure. For sure. Uh, no, I, I give me paralyzed. You want paralyzed? Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, not going to prison, and I'm not sleeping outside. Okay. Uh, well, you're an outdoorsman. I yeah. would think you'd be like, oh, it's just lifetime I, camping. Yeah, out in the woods, <laughs> not in someone's alley. Well, you could be homeless in the woods. Uh, yeah. True. Yeah. <laughs> There's no rules to being homeless. Yeah, but you just I, can't listen, be on someone's I do it on my property. Own. I do it as on my own. Yeah. For as long as I feel like doing it. Yeah. And that's about enough. See, if you, if you juxtapose homelessness and camping, camping's not that cool anymore. No, it's yeah. not. That's part-time homelessness yeah, the only, right there. Exactly. Yeah. See, I'm good with part-time homeless <laughs> when I can then go home. Yeah, you don't want full-time yeah, homeless. No. All right. Uh, Jason Byers. I think I'm going to have to go paralyzed. Yeah. yeah right? would, I would not make it in prison. And uh, You shave uh, your head. You're fine. Yeah. 
Skinheads would, no. uh, would eat you up. Oh, I'd be oh, yeah, done actually, in be, seconds. You're right. Oh, that'd yeah, be yeah. pretty bad. I'm way too yeah. good looking for prison. Uh, yeah. What was it? Schillinger? Schillinger? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Schillinger, Schillinger would love you. Uh, all right, so you're doing uh, yeah. the par- yeah. uh, interesting. It's the lesser of the three, I think. So you guys are all going paralyzed, and I'm going homeless? We could start a wheelchair yeah. basketball team. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. going <laughs> to stop me from doing anything. <laughs> all right. Uh, I don't think you can get into a tree stand, though. Maybe you can. I'll get, a, I'll get one of those... Um, What's those stair lifts? Yeah, ladder Yeah, get a ladder. I'll get one of those that just curls around the tree, and then I gotcha. just sit up. There. All right. Next question, Sanjay. All right. Would you rather have super slow internet, or every time you unplug your phone, the battery dies? Uh, I don't know what it's like to have super slow internet because I have Xfinity, which is uh, amazingly fast internet. So um, I don't even know what that's like. But give me the uh, phone dies as soon as I unplug it. Yeah, I can't do my job with super slow internet. It's already slow enough, if yeah. you ask me. So. And I've got so many plugs now. I can charge my phone in in the studio, in the traffic center, in my car, at home. Like the, there's never, uh, usually, unless I was homeless, I guess I couldn't charge my phone. Um, <laughs> but I, I always have a, a, a an ability to charge my phone. Low T Chuck. Yeah, I don't want super slow internet, yeah. and I've got a thousand chargers. Yeah, so it, I just spread them out, and there you go. Be fine. Jason Byers got eight foot long charger cable. So, yeah, I yeah. can't deal with slow internet. Braggadocious over here. Eight I know. Feet, I know. Huh? Look it's at eight you. feet. Look it's at you. Oh, you'll be fine nice. in prison. You'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> la- hang me with that eight-foot cable. <laughs> last question, Sanjay. All right. Would you rather have ac- instant access to a private jet or a staffed limousine service? Well, I know what Ted Cruz would choose right now. <laughs> <laughs> that private jet all day long. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, right? Yeah, private jet. Private jet for sure. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Limousine service. What I mean, what? what yeah, but you got to keep your job, so you're still working. So I don't know how often you're going to use this private jet. That would be like... even better though, because when you're ready to go, it's yeah. ready for you every weekend. I'm right, flying fine. to Whitefish. I just want to make sure we're thinking about this. You know? Yeah, no, I, I understand. Um, it'd you be get nice... a limo to work every morning. Yeah, you know what? I had a limo for my prom in high school. It wasn't that great. And one for and the was, Super Bowl. And, and by the way, that was the only time that's ever happened <laughs> that's in my right. life. That's never happened uh, before or since, uh, what happened in that limo um, at prom. Go ahead. I, I don't think I would utilize a limo. I mean, yeah. a commute is annoying sometimes, but I wouldn't want a staff of people just staring at me. And my and none of my family live near me, so a private jet all the yeah, way. Yeah, private jet. Low T, Chuck. Hands down a private jet. Yeah. Jason Byers. Private jet. You don't just... want... That limo driving in from Loganville when you fill in for Jay Black at two in the morning. I'll take the thirty-five minute drive. Yeah. I can't. I, I could not have people working for me like in that capacity. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. like oh, subservient. No, you get no. used to it. It's fine. Good job, Sanjay. Sanjay is the official accountant of the Mark Aram Show. Uh, he can do your taxes. You have to pay him, but he'll do them, and he'll do them well on Facebook. Brass Tax Accounting, or his website is Brass Tax. Have a great night, Sanjay. My man. We'll be right back. This is the Mark Arab Show. <laughs> Word on Twitter is that Prince Marky D of the Fat Boys has passed away at the age of 52. Uh, I didn't know. You mentioned the, the the movie role that you and Sanjay love. Disorderly. Disorderly. Yes. I keep forgetting <laughs> that. Uh, but he apparently had a pretty good uh, producing career after his uh, rap career. Uh, producing for Jennifer Lopez and Mariah Carey. and uh, Miss Mary. Yeah. um, And he was the first prominent Puerto Rican uh, hip-hop figure, apparently. uh, Yeah. So I hope he's alive. I I, I feel better if I'm wrong and he's alive, but uh, word is that uh, Prince Marky D has passed uh, from the Fat Boys. Uh, You know him from Disorderlies. Has uh, passed away at the age of 52. We have brighter stuff to talk about, more important stuff to talk about. Your kids. I want to. I want to do that when we come back. How often do you use your kids and as as an excuse to get out of something, uh, to do any kind of excuse that you use your kids for? I would imagine, Chuck, that's an underrated benefit of having children is that they're an instant excuse. For whatever Great you want. Great excuse. Great excuse. All right, so we'll talk about that when we come back. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On at Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Thanks to all that uh, tuned in this morning from 9 to 10. I know Chris Chandler was listening to our uh, special roundtable 
remembering Rush Limbaugh. It was good to uh, to hear from everybody. That, I believe, is posted on WSBRadio.com if you missed that and want to go back and listen. In the meantime, in between time, welcome back to the Mark Aram Show. Uh, Ted, uh, let's go to our political uh, correspondent from the uh, Revenant, Charles Thomas III. Uh, oh, yeah. Ted Cruz uh, catching heat uh, right now for... Uh, basically, he went to Cancun. Like, Texas is a mess. Deborah Green's parents just got their heat back today. Yeah, three and a half days, no power. It's a mess there. And Ted Cruz went to Cancun with his family and caught some heat for that and then flew back today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, uh, and he said, Oh, I was just going down there. My, da- my, my daughters wanted to uh, go on vacation with their friends. So I flew him down there like a good dad. And then I came back today. But now the sources are saying that he was supposed to come back Saturday, but after he started catching heat, uh, he he booked a standby ticket today. Whatever. I'm not getting into the politics of that. But the fact that he used his kids in his, as an excuse. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, I should have kids. Like, well, that's just it's, a built-in excuse for everything. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> as tedious and annoying as they can be. Yeah. <laughs> it can get you out of so many things that you do not want to do. Yeah. Like, oh, People hey, Chuck, you, you guys want to go to dinner? Oh, I can't. Ella's sick. Anything. It, I mean, <laughs> Anything. I, I can get off a phone call. Yeah. I'm just tired of talking to people. <laughs> okay, Erickson. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, Ella's yeah, yeah. calling me. Right. I just, I, there's always a baby crying <laughs> or some kid doing something. So you can get off phone. Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah so I, so now I'm questioning not having children. So maybe yeah. this, this puts me in one. A, I, I always said I didn't want to have kids because I didn't want the uh, responsibility to having to name them. Yeah. But uh, if I can use them as an excuse to get out of anything. I know we've had coworkers here over the years that have, have used their kids for excuses for many, many, many. Got to take them to the doctor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They oh, come uh, in late. Oh, Claire has an earache. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know. Oh, what? Yeah. Claire's 22. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she, she's fine. Uh, so I just want to know the parents out there, uh, what's the best excuse you've used your kids for? Uh, to get out of doing something. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Marco is in Lilburn. We need more lemon plates. Marco, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Hey, good. Yeah, just uh, at home, uh, getting ready to go back to work tomorrow. So. You uh, Your uh, job as a uh, as a truck driver, do you, uh, are you do any uh, Texas routes? Are you having to run? To, oh, yeah, yeah, all the time. So yeah, we didn't even make it to Texas last week. So uh, uh, we got, and then on the way back, we just about got stuck in... Um, in Jackson, Mississippi, we have to put chains on the tires for the first time ever. Oh, my gosh. Be careful out there, Marco. So what else yeah. is on your mind, brother? No, nah, I was going to say, yeah, we don't have kids, but, uh, you know, I've used the wife and uh, vice versa to uh, get out of uh, work. Spouses of, uh, can be a good uh, <laughs> excuse. Like, oh, Maya's got a migraine. Um, <laughs> exactly. I, I, have, I don't use, I don't use, so I use my dogs and, and my wife as excuses, but not for work. I've never called in sick and be like, oh, my wife is sick or... Uh, I got to take my dog to the vet. Uh, but I think if I had kids, because what are you going to say if someone's like, oh, my kid's sick? I got to, you know, you, yeah. you're going to question the, you know, I mean, I would question Chuck if he said it. But like, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't yeah, have to lie about not Yeah, the work. average average worker would be like, oh, I'm sorry to hear your kid is sick. Like, that's yeah. a dog. They'd be like, suck it up, come into work. Yeah. But a kid yeah. has a different story. <laughs> well, it wasn't for this work, but it was for the restaurants. Well, that's you were like, I ain't going to work today. <laughs> and what would you say? Like, how, how would you use your uh, hot Asian wife as an excuse? Oh, that she had an appointment to go somewhere. I remember I forget. it was a few few things. And then she's used it for me also, you know. Yeah. To of, uh, well, to get out of things with some other friends that we just didn't want to do it at the last minute. So I think I think Maya, bla- like, she doesn't use me as an excuse. She blames me. That's her go-to thing. <laughs> Mark yeah. has to get up early yes, so we can't. exactly. Mm-hmm. So I, it's not really an excuse. It's like, oh, Mark's got to get up at 3 in the morning. We can't come to your yeah. barbecue or something like that. Even if it's like on a Saturday. Mark's got to get up at 3 a.m. on Monday, so we, we can't go to your barbecue. There's so many people listening right now that have probably may have heard that excuse. They're like, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. But it is true. Off. You do have to get up. Yeah, like so most of the times it is true. Like on a Thursday, like, hey, do you guys want to go for drinks? It's like, well, I'm on the air till 8, and then I got to get up at 3 in the morning. So, uh, But I, I'm, I'm sure Maya at times didn't want to do something herself and just blamed it on on me. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, like oh, Mark's schedule prevents me from me doing from that. doing stuff. Yeah, yeah. I've got to be there when Mark gets home, or you know, all hell will break loose, something like that. She's got to look after the dogs until you get home. That is least. true. Yeah, that is true. Um, but I'm thinking that that's not a strong enough excuse as kids are. I think kids, no, are, kids the, are the trump card, the the absolute trump card of getting out of uh, of doing anything because you can't question that. Like you, if you called in. And well, I, you might have in the past. I don't know. You don't call in sick to me. You call in sick to whomever is your boss. Who the hell is your boss? Uh, Drew is now. Okay. Yeah. You call into Drew and be like, "Oh, um, you know, little Jackson Abernathy Hainsbridge the third is got a hundred and two fever." Sure. 
Like no one's going to question that. <laughs> no. It's like, oh, he's a toddler. Yeah, stay home. Do you yeah. need to go to the doctor? Yeah. Do you need a, a pediatrician referral? Like that raises uh, questions. Like, if, you know, oh, uh, my wife has a headache. Nah. Yeah. She, by the way, she's never used the I have a headache excuse with me. Oh, I'm sure not. Yeah, that's, I mean, we're newlyweds. I'm yeah. sure it's coming. Oh, yeah. But I've never, she's never given me the uh, I've had a headache it's coming. excuse. Anyway, uh, do you use your kids for as an excuse to uh, get out of doing things or to get you out of trouble? I think that's what uh, basically what Senator Ted Cruz from the great state of Texas did today, uh, <laughs> blaming his Cancun voyage on just wanting to uh, make sure his kids got safely to the Mexican resort. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Senator Ted Cruz from uh, Texas coming under fire after uh, scooting off to uh, Cancun with his family for vacation uh, while his uh, state is frozen and no power and no food and everything. I'm pretty sure Chuck has Ted's uh, cell phone number in the Rolodex. Now, I'm not going to ask you to call him, but you, you probably have his number, right? Uh, <clears throat> not his, but I have chief of staff and oh, a few others. All right. I, 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 don't, I don't get the big guy numbers. I just came up with the title for Low T Chuck. Oh, oh gosh, what is it? Chief of Staff. <laughs> You're my Chief of Staff. I am? Yeah. Because I do stuff for you? No, I mean, you don't do anything, oh, but I yeah. think it's a great title. Oh, okay, I'll take it. What a great title that is, Chief of Staff. Is this the first time you've ever heard of that? No, no, I, I, it's just, it just hit me. Like, oh. like that is actually a thing. People have oh, Chiefs yeah. of Staff. I, I'm, I'm dubbing you Chief of Staff just so I can say, I'll run it by my Chief of Staff. <laughs> I think Def's more equipped. Oh, 100%. To be an actual chief of staff. Oh, 100%. No, I, I, don't, I don't want that responsibility. It was so funny. <laughs> what were we talking about yesterday? Uh, I was talking about something when I was walking the dogs with Maya, and it was something about invoicing something for someone. And she's like, uh, Do you keep track of that? And I'm like, Oh, no, Deborah does. She goes, Oh, okay. Good. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking yeah. about the days. Yeah, yeah exactly. I have that. Uh, she's like, Good. Because I, if it was up to you, I wouldn't. Yeah. Never so Deborah is definitely the brains of the operation. But this is more more for me, just oh, okay. to say. I'll even I'll pay for business cards for for you. <laughs> that's a oh, chief that'd of be staff. great. Yeah, that's yeah. a chief of staff. Oh, oh my God, this is great. <laughs> this is what a humble brag that is. Oh. I'll, I'll run it by my chief of staff. I'm sorry, <laughs> I can't commit yet. Let me get in touch with my chief of staff. You yeah, want... anytime someone has to call, they do have to talk to Charlie. Yeah, you're the chief of. St- oh, I love that idea. <laughs> I don't know if I'm the best equipped for this job, but you, okay. you literally do. You do whatever you're doing now. There's okay, no right. extra oh, no, work on easy. this. I this is just it. to stroke my ego. One hundred percent to stroke my ego. Right. Uh, Rebecca is in Decatur. Rebecca, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Well, thank you. I've been with you since you were on Ten to Midnight. Oh. You, you, you really did put me to bed at night with your Aww, go to sleep little baby. That's that's amazing. Well, thanks for following us to the earlier time slot, Rebecca. Well, I can't always make it, but I'm here tonight. <laughs> good, good, um, good. And I've also not only have I had four children, but I um, am a nanny, which is why I used a different name. Um, but uh, the best thing that babies are for. If you have to pass gas, you can blame it on the kids. <laughs> so that's that's the number one reason to have kids is as an excuse for uh, a, a foul odor. Well, you said you don't do yes. that in front of Maya. I don't do it in front of Maya. No. There you go. Yeah. Now you got a built-in excuse. You can well, go I already have the go. dogs as an excuse, but I would I wouldn't you know do that to my dogs. I would do it to a kid. Though. No, you're you're out and about in the store, and you know you just can't wait, and you just <laughs> oh. Hey, do you wait. need a diaper change? You're out in a store <laughs> and you're worried about this? Like, how how serious the stomach issues do you have, Rebecca? Well, they're not that bad. Uh, well, if you're you're but, in an you open know, it store, happens. it happens. Yeah, crop dusting <laughs> the uh, the the aisles of a grocery store. I don't know. I at that point, I think the the only aside from you know in an intimate moment, the only time that you are really uh, socially not permitted to uh, to do that is in an elevator, right? That's that's the one time where but, you're like. But if you have a ba- if you have a baby in your arms, you're yeah, okay. <laughs> I guess so. Oh, I got to change Sally's diaper. All right. I, yeah, yeah. Exactly. All right. Fair oh, enough. By the way, it made me laugh when you said you never did it in front of Maya because when I was dating my husband a million years ago, you know there were never any issues with odor, and then after we got married, suddenly it was all the time. I said. What in the world changed? My cooking isn't that bad. He says, why do you think it took me so long to get around the car after I opened the door for you? Oh, well, I've done that for sure. <laughs> the slow walk around the car. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Uh, so so as soon as you got married, he uh, all bets were off in that department. Yep. 
Wow. Yep. All right. Uh, Rebecca, thanks so much for calling. I appreciate you listening. Well, I, I, I'm not going to bed at 8 o'clock, even though you tell me you go to sleep, little baby. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a mild suggestion. It's not an order. Okay, good All right. enough. <laughs> Take care. And thanks for uh, getting through to my chief of staff. Um, <laughs> this is, this is uh, I guess, not unexpected. Uh, U.S. life in- expectancy has dropped uh, really? during the pandemic a full year. Uh, life expectancy uh, dropped from 80.5 years for females to 78.8. Is that the, am I reading these numbers right, Deborah Green? Oh, let me scroll up to the story. Yeah. Um, life expectancy in the U.S. dropped a staggering one year during the first half of 2020 as the coronavirus pandemic caused its first wave of deaths. Health officials reporting minorities suffered the biggest impact with black Americans losing nearly three years and Hispanics nearly two years, according to preliminary estimates. Uh, this coming from the Centers for Disease Control. Huge decline, says Robert Anderson, who oversees the numbers for the CDC. You have to go back to World War II in the 1940s to find a decline like this. So not only is it, you know, we living, are we living uh, unhealthier lifestyles during the pandemic, you know, a more static existence, but those those deaths, you know, have knocked down the number. You know, you, you, uh, at four, you have a number of 45-year-olds dying from COVID. That drops the life expectancy uh, significantly. So that sucks. But as, as far as life expectancy in the United States, like we're, we're not that good. Like there are, we're middle of the road when it comes to life expectancy. It's mostly exercise and diet for the United States. Yeah, exactly. States. Yeah. Like you go to, um, most of other European countries have way higher life expectancy. Yeah. Uh, they're walking everywhere. Some of the Pacific rim, uh, you know, uh, a healthier diet, mm-hmm. I think more than anything. Yeah, Fish. Isn't Japan, I think number one. Yeah. yeah. Like it, Maya's grandparents are both alive. How old are they? In their nineties. Oh yeah, all right. Yeah, nineties. Yeah, Jeez. and they look—they don't look ninety. Speaking of looking age, um, not related to life expectancy, our buddy Chris Centori from B ninety eight point five, mm-hmm. best of the eighties, nineties, and today. Yeah, today's his birthday. Okay. How old is he? Uh, he is in his mid forties. Are you you sure about that? Yes. Chuck, what do you think? How old do you? That's think? what I would have said. He could be 35 or he could be 62. I don't, I could not, I can't tell. <laughs> I, I only know because we've had to do events together as radio stations. And he had to prove uh, his uh, It date just of came birth. up in conversation, oh, okay. like high school and, you know. How like, old if I walked are. into the B98 studio and I said, how old are you? If he said, oh, I'm 36, I'd be like, okay. And if he said, oh, I'm turning 61, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> like both of those answers I would. Were acceptable. Yeah. Okay. So I guess in the middle of that, because like he's in shape, which yeah. is rare in radio. So I think, oh, he must true. be younger, but his hair's graying. Uh, it's trendy right now, right? I like, don't know. With the purposely gray hair. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm in luck then because I'm graying uh, okay. ex, uh, exponentially here. Okay. Doing this dang split shift. Uh, so he's mid 40s. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. Jason Byers, what do you think? I would have guessed younger than that. The, yeah. the gray hair does kind of throw exactly. you off a he's little bit. He's got teenage kids. But he's, well, they, but they're young teenagers. They're like 13. So again, he could be 36 okay. or he could be 63. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Anyway, happy birthday, Chris Santori. When we come back, more of your calls. And I'm going to play uh, Time Zone Trivia with my uh, chief of staff, Low T. Chuck. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I'll run this town to be near you. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome back to the show and a good Thursday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there at 707, seven minutes after seven o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Deborah Green produces the show. Uh, Longoria on vacation till tomorrow. He's back tomorrow. Uh, in the meantime, Jason Byers ably filling in on the other side of the takeout window. My chief of staff, Low-T Chuck, screens Low your tea. calls. Uh, Chuck and I are going to go head-to-head. Well, let me rephrase that. Chuck is going to kick my tail in time zone trivia in just a little bit. Uh, I just I, I can't grasp the time zones. And uh, you'll exploit my weaknesses coming up in just a little bit. I'll there, try. There are no prizes, by the way, Chuck. You, just you, for fun. Yeah, just for fun. Uh, so we're in the middle of this pandemic. I don't know if you guys knew that or not. We were dealing with this uh, coronavirus thing. I heard about it. Uh, 2,000 people were polled on things they will never do again after the pandemic. Is there something that that uh, we've talked about this before on the show? Like, I am going to change my habits to where 
um, this hand sanitizer stuff. I, I never was a big user of it before, but I, I'm I'm going to use it going forward now. Um, that's one thing I'm going to I'm going to keep keep going forward. Is there anything you will or will not do after the pandemic, Chuck, or back to normal for you? I think it'd be back to normal. Yeah, I, I was. I don't like, the, especially when you put it on. <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting. I, I never liked the hand sanitizer. Yeah. I would rather wash my hands. Maybe sure. that I might wash my hands a little more, bit more often. But I don't see myself doing much. I, I'm I'm curious to like I haven't. Uh, well, no, I, I haven't. In the last year, I've probably uh, shaken someone's hand maybe three times. It's weird not to. It is, but now I'm getting fully ingrained into the fist or elbow bump. Yeah, I, I think that might might be something that I, the handshake might go away for me. Maybe, I, and it's not like, weird to be meeting dudes in suits and you're bumping elbows yeah. and fists. Like I don't know. Yeah. Uh, what about you guys, Jason or Deborah? Is there something that you will will or will not do post pandemic? I don't like shaking hands with people. Yeah. Um, you don't so, like people. To be. Well, I don't, don't want to <laughs> hug people either, yeah. unless it's like my family or yeah. something like that. So if I don't have to do that, I'm keep the I'm no good. touching going. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jason Byers, I'd like to go at least a couple months without smelling uh, Lysol again. Where are, you, where are you getting Lysol? I haven't smelled Lysol in a while. Oh, it's everywhere. Really? I carry it with me yeah. in, here at the studio, and huh. then I yeah, mean, I, I have it the time. Yeah, it's awful. I'm so tired of smelling it. I like Pine Sol. That's the best smell on the planet Earth. I'd That's take that over Lysol at this point. Lysol <laughs> is, is phenomenal. All right, so this is what people say they'll never do again after the pandemic. Again, 2,000 adults have been polled on this. Uh, 80% say they'll consciously try not to share items with other people. That's interesting. So post-pandemic, like pre-pandemic, if we went out to Ted's Montana Grill, Chuck and I and Longoria and Deborah, not so much, would share a big plate of bison nachos. Right. Is that something that uh, was sharing food? I never thought about that because we haven't. I haven't been out in restaurants sharing food. That might be something I curb back on. Is sharing oh, yeah. food? I think you share it with like people you know might be safe. But you know how here there's always well there used to be kind yeah. of random food, and you never know who is grazing their hands sure. through it. So maybe that won't come back. There was so back in 1998 ish, uh, Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade was simulcast on cable tv i don't know if you guys ever knew that oh wow so yeah and it was pretty interesting so where where jesse brooks's office now is that was the traffic center and they it's a small little room i mean it's a nice size for an office but that was half the traffic center and half the control room for the morning show tv oh, like wow. in that so we were really cramped in there and we used to get pre-pandemic these ratings breakfast so whenever atlanta's morning news was number one it was always number one they'd bring in a catered breakfast. And one of the guys, uh, uh, the director who was in charge of, uh, uh, what was it? It was like Cablevision 33 or something. I don't know. It was actually fun. If you go on YouTube, you can find clips of it. It was like Atlanta's Morning News as a TV show. And anyway, so the director was there, and, and we, we always shared the food with them. like that. And I remember we were going up, and they had those uh, Bunsen burner trays of scrambled eggs and sausage oh, yeah. and bacon and hash browns, yeah. whatever. You know the, the setup. And the guy, I'm not going to say his name to protect his anonymity, <laughs> but he goes up to the scrambled egg tray, and uh, there's a big metal serving spoon in there. And he's like one of the first people in line, too. Like He, he was a vet. He knew free food goes fast, so he gets in the line quick. He picked up the metal spoon, scooped some eggs, took a bite off of the metal serving spoon. He's like, oh, these are no. good. These are good. And then he went back, and he put them on his plate. And like everyone in line was like, he wasn't by himself. There was a line behind him. Saw him eat eggs from the metal spoon and then put the spoon back in. Latest to say, the eggs sat there. Like oh, no one. That's the, the worst the type head. of person. It was pretty that's bad. Awful. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Should have been flogged with a rubber hose for doing that. I, I can imagine the caterer came coming back and be like, "What? What was wrong with the eggs? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no what one ate the eggs today. Eggs? Tina, what did you do to the eggs? No one ate the eggs today. Anyway. Uh, oh yeah, you can't do that. That's worse than double dipping a chip. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> so the, much worse. Literally off the serving spoon. Yeah. And no. not like a nibble. Like he put the the serving spoon sure. in his mouth. Clean, licked it clean, oh, and then put it back. Oh, and, and we're talking like a big tray of scrambled yeah, eggs. No, like that's dozens it. of eggs that went into this, and he just killed it for us. So 1990, it's the weird things you remember. That I'll remember for the rest of my life. All right, so uh, 80% say they'll consciously try not to share items with other people. I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to. Yeah, it depends. You're like right. with you guys, I'd probably share. Like I'd still share nachos with you guys. Sure. But uh, any like general public food. Yeah. Probably not going to do that anymore. Uh, 73% say they'll now always maintain a social distance from those they don't know. Eh. I mean, I'm not going to 
be any more distance than I was pre-pandemic. Yeah, didn't people just sort of do that anyway? Yeah. Unless you're in a cramped bar or restaurant. But if I'm in line for something, I'm not going to be six feet behind someone. Oh, you'll annoy the hell out of everybody behind yeah. you if you do that. It's annoying as someone is. Someone will say something to you if yeah. you don't get close enough to So I don't see me, you know, I mean, I'll be the same. I'll be the same I was. Yeah. I'm not going to be a close talker. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to get in someone's face, but I'm not going to no. be six feet. Um, 25% say they won't reach into someone else's bag of chips for a handful. I can see that. That's so Again, specific. <laughs> goes back to sharing food. Yeah. I, I mean, if with my immediate f- family, I would. I wouldn't care. Yeah. But if you were at somebody's house and they had a bag of chips out with a bunch of other stuff, I don't know if you want to go rooting around. Alex there. Williams comes in with a bag of Doritos. He's eating out of there and he hands you. He yeah. points, will you eat? Will you take one? Me? Yeah. Of course I would. Oh, that's a bad, bad call. <laughs> yeah, I um, don't care. 33% say they'll no longer take a bite of another sandwich. I didn't, unless it was Maya's sandwich. Yeah, who's doing that? I'm not biting yeah, anyone else's no. sandwich. Like, cut me off a piece. If I want something, yeah. especially if it's a sandwich. Who are the gross people too sharing sandwiches? That's, a, no that's one of the least shareable foods there is. Uh, 25% say they can't see themselves surrounded by others in a busy pub again, even after all restrictions are lifted. I'll go to our bar expert, Low T. Chuck. Yes, sir. I would absolutely go to a bar. You have been going to bars. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't been to that many. I got kids now. It's hard. Understood. I drink at the house. Yeah. Again, uh, no, that, kids for that, an excuse. When we get back to that, I don't, it's just, I don't think it'll bother me. I wasn't much. going to bars anymore. No, anywhere, really. I, I am out of it, but I, it doesn't. Restaurant bar is really the only thing. Waiting yeah. for your table. Waiting for a table. Um, so but that's not going to bother me if I'm shoulder to shoulder with somebody. Jason Byers, any, any change to your bar habits post pandemic? Uh post pandemic, I'm I'm ready to be back in a bar. You don't care about the uh... like once once it's tamped down, once vaccines are everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Elbow to elbow to elbow at uh, Cowboys. Sure. And well, Kennesaw. I'm never in a packed bar, a bar that packed, yeah. anyways. Right. But. To go st- sit at the bar and have a few beers, I'm You'll be fine ready. with it. This one is I'm struggling with more than anything. 21% of Americans say they will avoid buffet-style restaurants at all costs. I get it because of the egg guy. Those were gross before the pandemic. But I love buffets. I mean, especially like nice buffets, Vegas buffets, um, really fancy brunch buffets. Like I, I remember one of the, the last buffet I went to before the pandemic was Copeland's Breakfast Buffet. Over there on Cobb Parkway, it's a Louisiana uh, restaurant, and it's, it's, I love breakfast. Like, oh, I want French toast and eggs and pancakes. Oh, and there's it's amazing a, what you want yeah, in a buffet. And there's a quiche. Did you and, never order all that yeah, together? And there's some prime rib. You know, I freaking <laughs> love buffets, but I'm wary of them. I, so apparently now at Golden Corral, they are uh, serving you. Yeah, yeah, which makes sense. I'd be m- way more comfortable going to a buffet if someone's serving the food. As opposed to, I got to pick up a spoon that some guy just used. Yeah. And maybe that's what they turn into. Uh, they might end up with more jobs out of it. Yeah. You know It'd I mean? be more expensive, obviously. Yeah, but I mean, you have to hire more people to stand there and serve. So. That's one of the things I miss more than anything are, are buffets. You really like them. I don't mind them, but it's yeah. not something I like, seek They got to be good ones, though. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. They used to be a uh, brunch buffet at the Ritz-Carlton in Buckhead, which is not the Ritz-Carlton anymore. Oh, what is it? It's something. So apparently... I could be making this up. This could be totally rumor. So again, everybody knows this. Fact already. check this. <clears throat> the Ritz Carlton Corporation said that the uh, the hotel management or the ownership, whatever it was, was not keeping the hotel up to Ritz Carlton standards, standards. Oh, and they okay. yanked the title from them. Oh wow! Again, that's that, a big deal. Yeah, that could be totally made up. Someone told me that, and I took it for gospel. Sounds but it's not like, the Ritz Carlton anymore. But they used to have like stone crab claws and big cocktail shrimp and caviar. And it was crazy. It was like $90 for this thing. And I remember I took Captain Herb there one year for Christmas. And uh, again, it's this is the most lavish buffet I've ever seen in Atlanta at the Ritz-Carlton Buckhead. They had literally caviar and just the fanciest foods you can get, like foie gras. Wow. Um, and I take Captain Herb there, and he gets biscuits and gravy and, <laughs> and scrambled eggs. I paid $90 for him to get biscuits and gravy and scrambled eggs. All right, back to things people will never do after the pandemic. Uh, no inten- I'm all for this one, 100%. Uh, no intention of using office cutlery in the future. I mean, we luckily have that individually wrapped plastic, plastic stuff. stuff. I use that. Uh, yeah, that yeah. for sure. But not like shared cutlery oh, no, in, the, in the break room. No. Hells no. I didn't do that before. 19% so they won't chat to someone close proximity in a club. Uh, my club day, my club hopping days are long gone. You still so got the shirt though, right? I do have uh, old clubby. <laughs> yeah, hanging up in the closet. 
Uh, this is this is what I was talking about. Twenty percent so they won't shake someone's hand. I'm not gonna say I won't shake someone's hand, but it's gonna be less than it was pre-pandemic. Eighteen uh, percent so they avoid sitting next to others on public transit. Didn't we all want to do that before the pandemic? Anyway? I mean, yeah. if you can, it depends on sure. which train and how busy it is. But yeah, we all seek out that. Yeah, no one seat. goes. Oh, let me sit right next to this guy on yeah. the train. There's nothing worse than that guy that yeah. does that. Yeah. That I'll probably stand more on train, like a MARTA train, instead of sitting next to someone. I can see myself standing more to give myself a little extra room. Uh, and forty percent of people finally said they uh, they'll feel comfortable refusing a hug from someone if they felt it was inappropriate. Well, if you feel it's inappropriate anyway, yeah, don't hug anyone. I I miss hugging. I I, mean, I miss just that's a, something for my therapist. I guess <laughs> no, like uh, you know, <laughs> not not so with the hug, but you know, like you do, you shake the hands and you yeah, go, man, and you go, boom, boom, boom. Like yeah. I can't remember the last time I did that. Really, I've been told not to hug girls in the office by HR, so that has well, been that's done different. for six years. Yeah, but uh, the bro hug, hey, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, <laughs> that's the sound effects for the bro <laughs> hug, boom, boom, boom. Uh, all right, your third thoughts on that, on uh, what you will never do again after the pandemic. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Arab Show. 724, 41 degrees on Peachtree Street. Finally, uh, no wet weather tomorrow morning, but uh, don't leave the house without checking in with us first. Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade at 4.30 a.m. and is certainly in your car. You get traffic and weather every six minutes. Bobby joins us in Hampton. Bobby, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. I'm sorry. I was eating. Um, I'm 77. I am. I have been in a research uh, program for COVID, but this before that, I have not stopped doing anything that I did, which is all I ever did was eat out and shop. I, they, I, you and I would get along very well. But. Not when it comes to food, because I would eat off a buffet. I would I eat after my friends and family, as far as you know, the guy that licked the spoon that would have grossed <laughs> uh, me out. So bad. But not if it's my friend or my family. We just, you know, they can take a bite and I can take a bite. I don't mind. You share a sandwich but with I'm somebody? Just, I'm sorry. Would you share a sandwich with somebody? Of course. Okay. I share anything. I would do in the chips things. I'm saying I don't think we know hardly anything about this. And my research, I was in the research, I'm in a research, a two-year program for research. I had the COVID. I, instead of getting the placebo, I just found out that in January that I did get the real thing. And so in September, I had my second shot. Oh, good for you. Real final and, final question, Bobby. Would you share uh, okay. chips, chips and salsa with Russ in Gainesville? Yes. Wow. All right. So you are truly oh. <laughs> you're you're truly living on the edge. Free balling. Who knows what you're getting? She is. There. She's just free balling right yeah. there. You share chips with salsa pre-pandemic with Russ. That's something. Post-pandemic, unbelievable. Sean's up next on the program. Hey, Sean. What's going on, guys? How are you, sir? I'm doing well. So I got to tell you a couple things. Number one, uh, Golden Corral. They never did use the same exact uh, spoon. They gave you little gloves to put on before you served yourself oh i don't trust people to put the gloves on to be honest with you but go ahead i guess if you wear the gloves you're okay well i you know i only know that because my wife let us go to golden corral for our fifth anniversary oh that's so sweet i once went to a wedding at golden corral the reception was there. The reception was there. So oh. it was one. It was uh, traffic trooper package man. Rest in peace. We lost him a few years ago, and uh, he got married at a church in Henry County. And the reception was, I think, it was at the Stockbridge uh, Golden Corral. And Judd Hickenbotham and I went. We were both invited, and it was so funny. He's at the he's at the beginning of the line. Uh, package man is at the Golden Corral. And he goes, "Hey, just a heads up, everybody. I'm not paying for you guys." You got to pay for yourself. <laughs> I was like, all right, Package Man. So, yeah, uh, I do miss Golden Crow and I miss Package Man. When we come back, a truck's going to beat my butt in time zone trivia. Hang tight. This is the Mark Aram Show. This is Jane Seymour, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. 736, 41 soggy degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aram and the Bananas uh, with you till 8 in the p.m. If you missed this morning from 9 to 10, I hosted a special program, uh, WSB Remembers Rush Limbaugh. 
Uh, it was me. Uh, I hosted with Scott Slade was there, Von Hessler, Erickson, Shelly Winter, Neil Bortz. Uh, it is now available on demand on WSBRadio.com. Uh, it was good. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, I listened. That, that was, was uh, that was easy. I had so many talented people to work with. Yeah. And just to be like, well, you now you talk now you Slade. You say stuff. Yeah, and now you, <laughs> Erickson. Uh, it was just trying to keep everyone on time. But, uh, yeah, so that that's up. I'm going to go back and listen to it tonight when I get home because – in the middle of it. It was right after a really rough morning drive. I love I when you asked Bortz if he was pulling up to a gas station. <laughs> well, he was like, he was like, <laughs> it did. It sounded like he was ruffling a bag of chips yeah. or backing up or something. And uh, so, yeah, so we got, uh, we had Bortz on and some good audio. Um, Erickson obviously had the, the closest relationship of anyone with uh, with El Rushbo. So if you missed that, give it a listen. Uh, it's on WSBRay.com. A quick programming note tomorrow, uh, comedian Mike Spienberg is going to join us, one of my favorite comedians of all time. Uh, he's at the Punchline this weekend. I'm very excited about that. Uh, the Punchline's open now. It's socially distanced, so get out there and uh, get your laughs on. You're going to laugh at me uh, right now because uh, I'm about to get uh, smushed in a little game we like to play called Time Zone Trivia. Time Zone Trivia. Okay. So Is that it? Yeah. Oh, I thought no. there was more to the... Uh, no, no. All right, what that's else it. do you want? All right, so how does this game work, Evergreen? <laughs> all right, so... <laughs> what more do you want? What are you gonna, looking for? Yeah. I'm going to give you a city here in the United States yes. across uh, the large country, and yes. you're going to guess which time zone it is. There's, what, five, six time zones, technically? I, I don't even know, to be honest with okay. you. So that's well, these how are the, these are the main time bad zones. I am at time zones. U.S. time zones. There, is, yes. there is a time zone. Remind me to tell you my time zone story when we come out of this game. Okay. Uh, so I'm going heads up with my chief of staff, Low T. Chuck. <laughs> I'm horrible at this game. Chuck's surprisingly good at the, uh, the time zones because he lived in multiple. Right. That I helps. Have lived right. in, in I've only lived on uh, the East Coast, so there, there's uh, my weakness. All right, all right. You, we'll start with me. I guess, or you, yeah, you're you know, the you're the host. You, you're up first, Mark. Okay. But it's, it's your game. So, all right. all right. So first up, we've got Las Cruces, New Mexico. Gosh. You ever been to New Mexico? No. Is that that's east of Arizona, right? Um, I'm gonna go mountain. On. Mountains, right? Oh, all right. Nice. Good job. All right. I only knew that from Breaking Bad. Um, <laughs> try to figure out the the southwestern United States. Right. Yeah, all my geograph- geographical knowledge comes from Breaking Bad. Okay. All right, low T Chuck. <laughs> all right, Charlie's up next. Um, Chicago, Illinois. Ooh, it, uh, don't think this is a fastball one, but isn't it the central time zone? It is central. Yeah, it's got to be central, right? Yeah. I mean, only it's, be- it's kind of well, there on the border. Well, so there's... It, it, uh, Never mind. Only, yeah, the I, I, I know was going to explain it to you, but then I realized no, you would have no yeah, idea what I'm bother. talking about. So yeah. never mind. When the Yankee or the Braves play the Cubs, mm-hmm. it's you know it's an hour earlier. I love That's, your references. Yeah, exactly. It has nothing to do with it's the like, geography. What time's the Braves game on tonight? Oh, it's you know an hour later. Whatever. <laughs> what uh, are they doing Breaking Bad? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, Mark, you're up now. This is uh, Reno, Nevada. I've been to Reno, Nevada. All right. Uh, many times because you got to fly okay. in there to go to Tahoe. Okay. So that should help. Yeah, I've only been to the Reno airport. I've never spent time in Reno, but then they get a shuttle to. Um, oh, Nikes. I'm flipping a coin on this. It's either. I don't even know the it names can't of the be time either. zone. It's got to be one. I know. It could be. Is it Mountain and Western or is it Pacific? What do we call it? It's Pacific. Pacific. I'm going to go Mountain. Nope. Dang. Should have the other way. Pacific. Yeah. All right. There's no Western. <laughs> well, you know what I mean, though. The Western time zone. <laughs> all right, Charlie. All right. Charlie, you're up. This is Tallahassee, Florida. Oh, that's that's Eastern time. No, no. Wait, 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 wait. Ooh. Tallahassee. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, that's still in the Eastern time zone. It is still yeah. in the Eastern time zone. We got that funky panhandle. Exactly. That little yeah. tiny. Little I was like, wait a second. Handle. How far? Yeah, no, that's, West that's I would have got, for the record, I would have gotten that one right. Okay. Yeah, only okay. because when Georgia basketball plays, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. Uh, next, uh, I'm up. All Time right, zone Mark, trivia on the Mark Aram Show. All right, this is St. Cloud, Minnesota. Jeez Louise, Deborah Green. What? You give me all these middle stuff. Um, St. <laughs> Cloud? Yeah, it's a big city in Minnesota. All right, the Yankees play the Twins. That's the, not St. Cloud. I know, I know, but at least it's the same uh, state. state. Uh, Central. Central is right. All right. Thank God for WPIX baseball when I was a kid. Uh, low T. Chuck, time zone trivia. All right, I can't give you that one. That's too early. Uh, <laughs> All right, how about um, Flagstaff, Arizona? Ooh. Flagstaff, Arizona, I think is still all in the mountain time zone. It is in mountain time zone. Uh, I would have gotten that one wrong for sure because okay. that's right next to California. Yeah, but it's Breaking also Bad. Sort of. 
It's also right next to New Mexico, Breaking Bad. Yeah, exactly. They didn't cover the time zones in Breaking Bad, ironically enough. They never mentioned what time zone they They were in. They do a lot of traveling. Yeah. (laughs) All right. right. Mark, you're up. Cody, Wyoming. What? That would have been easy for Chuck for sure. Wyoming. I don't even know what is. How many states away is Wyoming from North Dakota, Chuck? I mean, what what am I asking you, North Dakota? Montana. It borders it. It borders it. Which border? I want to give you a geography test. (laughs) Um, No, you don't. What is it? I've been to Wyoming. Cody, Wyoming. How many cities do you know in Wyoming? I've been to Cheyenne. Okay. That's the other one that you know. I had a great steak. I've never even heard of Cody, Wyoming. Really? Oh, Lord. Cody's amazing. What's what's famous about Cody, Wyoming? (sighs) Anything? I, I, I... Famous cowboy. You make me sad. All right. I didn't know. I mean, if there's something I'm missing, educate me. Um, Wyoming, that is central. It is not central. It's mountain. Mountain? Yep. Oh, that's what I meant to say. That's what I meant to say. I honestly meant to say mountain. That's okay. I I missed that one. I stink at this game. What is the score, by the way? You keep the score? Uh, You've got two. Charlie's got three. All right. I am keeping score this time. Chuck, increase your lead. This is Mansfield, Michigan. Uh, I'm going to say it's East Coast time. It is not. It's Central. Central. Ah. Oh, it's that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the UP, so yeah. it goes over to the uh, Central time zone. All right. All right. Boo. Well. No, that was a good one. <laughs> on. I'm just mad I got it you're wrong. Too e- it's too easy for you. All right, Mark, you're up. This is Morgantown, West Virginia. I've driven through West Virginia many times. It, it's got, I like the anecdotes that come along yeah, with it. It's got to be Eastern, right? It it's got to be. Yeah, it's, it's got to be, be Eastern. Eastern yeah. I almost went to college in West, at the University of West Virginia. Really? It was so beautiful. Like just that that area is. Is that actually something that sways people? Like the campus is beautiful. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. It, it really did. Mine I, was. It's affordable. I went there on a lark, thinking, "Oh, I'll just take this free recruiting trip." I got there. I was like, this is the most gorgeous. Oh. And then in my hotel room, I watched Coal Miner's Daughter. And that was it. And I was like, all right, no, I'm not going Watch here. U-turn. That'll yeah. do it, too. <laughs> all right. Uh, Charlie's up. This is Squaw Valley, California. That should all be on the West Coast. Yes, California is on the West Coast. Yeah, specific, no, it should be all Pacific time. It is. It's Pacific. Yeah. All right. Not the Western time zone. Not the Pacific Western time, time zone. Western, all right. One more, Deborah. All right. One more. Let's go with Hastings, Nebraska. You... I get why that's you're a, giving me these and not Chuck. No, that's a tricky one. Yeah, because Nebraska's like right because there in Georgia the never plays Nebraska, so otherwise I have no reference of <laughs> bases all. Is yeah, there's no there's no MLB team. There's no Major League Baseball team in Nebraska. <laughs> there's no N- there's nothing in Nebraska. No, no NBA, no NFL. When in doubt, I'm going Mountain. It's Central. Is it really? Yeah. Oh my, that should Nebraska it's should be. The east, yeah, it's the eastern part of. All right. <laughs> Final score. It's part of the Big Ten. We're mostly central. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess. But yeah. that's, the, that's the western part of the Big Ten, right? I mean. It, it's the most west. Yeah. All right. So it's I was. part of the eastern. Sorry I, I missed by one time zone. Right. I was off by one on Nebraska. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're usually only off by one. <laughs> What's the final, final score? Final score, Mark 3, Charlie 4. All right. So here's my time zone story. Uh, this coming out of my home state of Connecticut. A group of Connecticut legislators, uh, part of a region-wide push to move the entire northeast of the United States off of Eastern Standard Time. Like the entire Eastern, what, what did you want to go to? All of New England. What was it going to move to? Well, Central? instead, they'd be on Atlantic Standard oh, Time. okay. So because if you think about it, so Atlanta, we're one hour from the Western Time Zone, or the Central Time Zone. Right. So we're pretty far west as far as the Eastern Time Zone is considered. If you look at New England, how it goes, it's like mm-hmm. the, the coast of the United States yeah, juts it's... up to the Northeast. The, the New England coast, it gets dark in winter at like 4 p.m., yeah. It's so far east yeah. that like people kill themselves because <laughs> oh, yeah. it gets dark so early. And here, I mean, it was sunset today at like 640 or yeah, something. It's, I mean, it got dark for us up north, too. It might have to do a little bit more with longitude or latitude, too. Yeah. So if successful, Connecticut and other states from New York north go along. Connecticut will use Atlanta Standard Time instead to do away with daylight savings time in the process. So they would wipe away daylight savings time, so there wouldn't be any time change in New England. We should just do that anyway. Yeah, I know, right? Um, the bill, here's the thing, though. Like, a lot of stuff has to happen for all of this to do. So uh, all of these states have to sign up to agree. New York, New Hampshire, Vermont, Massachusetts, Connecticut, they can bully Rhode Island. We'll do, Rhode Island will do whatever we say. And Maine. So all of those states have to agree. And then it's got get federal approval to switch to time zones. Um but apparently, I mean, I, I I remember being really sullen in winter in <laughs> Connecticut so because dark. I mean, you'd get out of school at three thirteen, and then forty five minutes later, it's dark out. It's just really, really bad. So I, I I mean, 
I would do it. I don't know how it would it would mess up time zone trivia something fierce. Actually, that would I would be great. We I could use the same cities. Yeah, I would I would be able to get those. Uh, I'm not sure I would, but I I don't know. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen because you got to get like so many things have to go right. Um, all the states have to agree, and then the feds have to sign off on it. But uh, that would add us another time zone uh, to the United States. What's what's uh, Hawaii's time zone? Is that Pacific something? I think they have like their own. They have their own. Yeah, yeah. Well, and Alaska called. has two as well. They've oh, got, like, really? An Aleutian time zone for the islands that are out there. And you just you don't feel I'm capable of answering I've, those. I've thrown those <laughs> in before. I'm not even sure I would know that one. I have thrown those in before, and yeah. then you guys said that that was like that wasn't that was, fair. Where's so. where's Sarah Palin from? Waleska? Waleska? No, like that's what that's in Waleska's Cherokee in County. Yeah. Where? <laughs> uh, I don't remember Somewhere something in like that. I keep on saying Waleska. Shout know. out to my friends up on Waleska. I know you're not in uh, in in Alaska. Wasilla? Wasilla? Maybe Alaska? That, sounds, that sounds right. Maybe. All right. I don't know. Again, I'm horrible. Uh, luckily, uh, my embarrassment will end in uh, 12 minutes. That's when the end of the Mark Aram show comes. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. The number to reach the program. Uh, our buddy Russ joins us in Gainesville, Georgia. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk to you. Russ, how you holding up, my friend? Hey, Mark. Hey, I know you can understand this because you've been to Japan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I had a girlfriend in the Philippines, and uh, it was weird when she was there, and now here when I called her, it's like calling into the future. Because it's the it's next day, Friday yeah, it's the, the day earlier. That was that was yeah, uh, like kind of weird. Nine o'clock in the morning there right now. We we have that same thing. Like if we want to call Maya's mom in Japan, we got like well, Maya's better at it than me. Obviously, I can't if I can't do time zones in the United States, I can't figure out what time it is in Japan. But she's got to like time it right. It's really it's a very small window. Yeah, right? it's yeah. really bass backwards. Like you know, the latest we call here, it's like seven in the morning there. I don't know what exactly what it is. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I adjusted to it pretty quickly when I went over there. I didn't have really big jet lag going there. Coming home was, was Did rough. you do, like, when you land and you just keep going that full day? No, but no. we landed, we had, like, sushi at three in the morning when we landed in oh, Tokyo. there you go. And it was amazing. Um, but yeah, I was fine getting there, but it took me a, a couple days to get back to normal when I came back here. So this Filipino girlfriend, is this, uh, an online thing, Russ, or did you actually meet this girl? No, I, I actually almost came close to marrying her. Jeffer Lynn was her name. What was the name? Jeffer Lynn. Jeffer Lynn. All right. That sounds like a stage Jeffer name. Jeffer Lynn Panatouin. That was her name. All right. If Jeffer Lynn, if you're uh, listening, I apologize that Russ outed you uh, <laughs> as for dating him on the Mark Aram Show. Russ, talking about things we won't do uh, after the pandemic, are you going to change your ways? Are you going to stop shaking hands, stop going to buffets or anything like that? You know, I don't do anything right now. Like, I, I got a, a thing in the mail giving me a free meal at Golden Corral, but I didn't go. It, when I get that shot, then I'll go back to normal. I'm just waiting on that. Going into bars. Are you a bar guy still or no? Eh, you know, sometimes. Yeah, not so as much I'm as. A day, I do things in the daytime now. Russ is a day drinker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I can't believe you, you let that Golden Corral uh, free meal go to. That could have been a date night. Yeah, that's that's a. I, I'm a, I'm a little ashamed, Russ. Corrally at the corral. <laughs> Corrally at the corral. Look at that. It's perfect. <laughs> it was. A, you remember the buffet scene in Vegas Vacation where he goes uh, with Clark and oh, uh, the goop that he's and just... Uncle Eddie's like. I'll take some of the yellow, <laughs> and then uh, he's like, I picture. Someone, not Russ exactly, but someone like Russ saying, whoa, whoa, we, we only need one plate here. It's all you can eat. <laughs> you know, I could see Russ taking Corrali to Golden Corral. Like, no, 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 Corral. We just we, need one plate. Yeah, we just need one plate. She'll have a glass of water. Oh. I'll have a Mountain Dew and one plate. And then you go up there and, and Corrali's picking off your uh, your plate. I don't know. In my in my fantasy Russ world, that, that might happen. <laughs> yep. Yeah, there you go. All right, Russ, tomorrow it's Never Have I Ever. Get ready, buddy. We're going to uh, be uh, learning more about your uh, amazing journey to where you are today, tomorrow on the Mark Aram Show. I'm ready. Thanks, Mark. All right, buddy. Have a good night. Uh, let's do Star of the Show. Bum, bum, bum. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show? Uh, Jason Byers gets Star of the Show, pulling the Fat Boy music right before the deadline. Good job on that. Uh, Deborah Green gets star of the show for making the amazing social media graphic of my new chief of staff. And our final star of the show is Low T. Chuck, now the official chief of staff 
of the Mark Aram show. I'm going to get you those nice, thick cardstock business cards. Like really. Yeah, they're really heavy annoying. Yeah, ones. like really impressive looking. Gilded, raised uh, font on them and everything. I'm going to spend $200 on these cards. That's how excited I am to have a chief of staff. Uh, big show tomorrow on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. Go to sleep now, babies. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.